You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy everyone and welcome to the final episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, uh, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Did I miss Dragon Con? It just feels like, you know, <laughs> it, it came and went. It was just like, boom, it feels like it was so far behind us already. You know, it's just like, was that last year or was it this year's? It's just, it's just crazy. It's, uh, it's been a crazy year. And uh, and yes, we will talk all about uh, the weekend that was Dragon Con Goes Virtual. Uh, we've got Darren Noel back with us. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Howdy, sir. There we go. Howdy. And uh, and uh, and are you still now? Both of you made uh, batches of pie for Dragon Con weekends. So yeah. I'm I'm very curious to hear if those are still like if those batches still exist or if you've already um gone through all your pies. My batch is currently leaving the house currently because I am drinking it now. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to hear. I, st- I still have about 6 gallons left. Uh, I still have some mead left. Like yeah, a lot of so. mead, a lot of mead. So, so yeah, uh, so yeah. Anytime anyone comes to my house and does something for me, <laughs> hi, do you want a bottle of pie? <laughs> so it's just like, and they're, what, what is it? And I explain to them, yes, you know, whether, so. whether you want it or not, you're getting the pie. <laughs> oh hell, I had um, delivered a couch to Mike Gordon, and I paid the two guys off with two bottles of pie, and then I gave Mike Gordon f- for taking the couch four bottles. Nice. <laughs> I, I've got pie. So, uh, so that's, we're all good. We're all good. You're all good. Uh, Mary Lou, of course, is back with us as well. Mary, do you have some pie of some kind? I actually don't have pie. I've, I've made some bad choices on pie, so I don't drink it anymore. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Yeah. Like I'll have a couple sips, but I don't, I don't drink it with any kind of earnestness, (laughs) but I do have beer. So. Okay, do, that's right? fine. That that'll do, of course. Yeah, whatever well, works for you. It is also you know. it is also cider season too. So you know. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get me some of that. Uh, we also have Jen Adams back with us. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jen. And uh, and Jen, I should say, is now officially uh, a co-host of the Dragon Con Report. So, so yes, you will be hearing her from now on. Hopefully, he snookered her in. It's awesome. You'll yes. never get my voice out of your head now. <laughs> <laughs> We are we are happy to have you with us, and we here at the show are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. Uh, the, there's a link for that at the top of the new, brand newly designed ESO Network page. Uh, the ESO Network also has a Patreon page. Mike, what's going on with the uh, patrons? 
oh, the patrons are living happily and smiling and not worrying about what's going on in the world around them because we're providing them with really good content on the ESO Network Patreon. We're getting, you know, new shows of Earth Station One, Earth Station Who, and the Dragon Con Report. We are getting them as part of, you know, 48 hours early before the rest of the world gets it. So you get that as a preview, but you also get uh, special podcasts from different members of the ESO network. And also we have an officially now a podcast directly only for Patreon. It's called the ESO Board Silly Podcast. We're up to episode six already of that podcast and it comes to you monthly. And it's just a way of us saying thank you for being a member of Patreon. And you could be a member too for as little as 25 cents a week. You could help support the ESO network. And all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash ESO network. And I, I believe the last uh, episode of Board Silly that uh, was released to patrons was all about Dragon Con. Yes, it was. So hop in there, folks. And, you know, it's available to all levels of the Patreon. You know, sir, we have a dollar level. We have a $5 level, $10 level, and the golden key of $15 levels, which is pretty awesome. And, you know, at all levels, you get different swag, you get different rewards, you get really cool stuff. So, you know, but open to everybody on the Patreon is the ESO Board Silly podcast as a way of just saying thank you. Yeah. And we really appreciate all the support that we get from our patrons. And a lot of them are because of the Dragon Con report. So we really appreciate you guys a lot. Um, if you would like to leave feedback or comment on our show, please feel free to email us. We have a brand new email address. Uh, is this the second one we've had this year? Yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> it feels like we just changed email addresses. But this is this is our email address. It's feedback at dragonconreport.com. That's feedback at dragonconreport.com. The other email addresses, all of the other ones that we've ever used, still work. They all forward to that, right? So, yes, they're all forwarded. I actually made sure they work, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google+, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, <gasps> iHeartRadio, Pandora. Like, there's a bunch of stuff where you can find us. So if you, we want you to be part of what we're doing, we want you to be part of the report. So please feel free to join us uh, however you can. Oh, um, oh, I do got other news. Oh, there's we have a, other a, news? We do have other news. Actually, two other newses. You can now actually find the DragonCon report on Amazon Podcasts. That's, That's right. right. As, as of officially, as of this last week, Amazon is gotten into the podcast game. And so all you need to do is go, hey, Alexa, play the DragonCon report on Amazon Music. Thank you, everybody who has a Amazon Alexa. Oh, oh, there goes all of our listenership right there. It's just an anger with you. So, yeah, so we can be found up on Amazon. And we are now part of the Weeby Geeks Collective. That's right. The Dragon Con Report, as of this episode, is now part of the Weeby Geeks Collective. So not just ESO Network. We are now part, we're syndicated on the Weeby Geeks Collective. And so you could find us with other cool shows on the Weeby Geeks Collective. It's pretty awesome. So it's just another outlet. It, nothing's going to change. We're still part of ESO. That's our home. And But, you know, we're also branching out and seeing new people. So it's pretty cool. Well, if you're a new person listening to us, welcome. 
this is our last episode of the year. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, but no, if you go you, to the web, if you go to the website, you could listen to all the way back to 2013. Absolutely, absolutely, and we will be. We plan on starting right back up in January. So uh, yeah, we we have to take it. Usually, we have to take a break to recover from Dragon Con, um, and the recovery time the recovery is not as uh, as huge this year. Uh, because it went virtual, uh, so it was a little bit uh, less stress on us um, physically, I think. Uh, but I think, I think, and we'll talk. We'll talk more detail. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you guys say. But I think we can say that DragonCon 2020, DragonCon goes virtual, was was a success. Uh, moreover, a success. Um, oh yeah. Very much. Uh, so. They had, uh, you know, they they introduced their streaming channel. Um, they had more than 650 hours of live and pre-recorded programming. It streamed to viewers in 49 different countries, uh, not to mention all across the U.S. Uh, my understanding was one of the stats that I saw said something about um, uh, 600,000. Yes, uh, the virtual event was accessed more than 600,000 times. Uh, and sparked more than 40,000 conversations on Discord. Um, now, if you compare that those numbers to previous Dragon Cons, where we had, what, 80, 85,000 people? Mm-hmm. Um, this, was, this was a big, big, big deal for Dragon Con. Um, uh, so um, uh, I'm curious to, to hear your guys' stories. I, um, I tuned in. Uh, I tuned in to DragonCon TV, which, by the way, you can still access DragonCon TV. Uh, it's only $10. That'll give you a year subscription, and you'll have access to all the programming that was on DragonCon TV, all three of their channels. You'll have that programming, access to that. Um, you can watch it's. It, you can watch whatever panel you want to at any time, um, and you can also watch all the other content they've got. They've got tons of, of actual panels, uh, performances, past uh stuff and they're going to be producing i think new material throughout the year um for dragon con tv viewers so it's pretty exciting it's a pretty good deal i think for just ten dollars um so if you missed a panel at dragon con or you missed a whole weekend you can still experience it um if you missed mike and i were on a panel that uh was uh, was scheduled for five o'clock in the morning uh with the earth station who group and on the brit tracks and Thank so God it wasn't you, recorded live. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. If you happen to miss that, uh, you can pull up DCTV and uh, and watch it. Um, and all the other tracks had programming as well. They had programming on various other social media, whether it was Facebook uh, video or YouTube, or some of them, I think, did it through uh, Twitch. Is that right? Um, yes. And so... Uh, and so all of that programming is still available as well. And, uh, so there's, you can keep Dragon Con going, uh, for as long as you want, uh, because all that stuff is still available and probably is not going to go away. I don't have, I don't see any plans of, uh, terminating that stuff. So, so, um, I think Mary, we'll start with you as far as your virtual Dragon Con experience. Now, you, my, my understanding is when we talked to you before, you were going to go uh, to a cabin, right? Yes, I did. I went. Dragon yeah, Con. we had a really, really great time. Uh, we were there for actually the whole week. We went the same dates as we would normally go for uh, for Dragon Con, um, and it was so nice. You know, 
most of Dragon Con for me is obviously cosplay, but also just being together and to have a little bit of togetherness um, when we haven't had any (laughs) for a while uh, was really, really nice. Of course, it wasn't the same, um, but it was never going to be. So we did uh, the best we could. We actually didn't really have much internet access. So um, there wasn't a lot of... Did you survive? (laughs) Just barely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We had enough Wi-Fi to like browse Facebook, but not enough to watch Netflix. So it's kind of like in between there, we could check in a little bit with the outside world, but like, you know, you couldn't just like binge Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is what I wanted to do. So anyway, we were able to watch the masquerade because that's like, um, my friend group doesn't tend to go to panels together, but we always watch the masquerade together in our hotel room and order pizza. That's like our one thing that we all do together that's like programming. (laughs) And uh, so Mm -hmm. we were actually able to do that. We were able to make some arrangements so we could see the masquerade on Sunday night and we couldn't help ourselves. We wore our Porg costumes just because we were so desperate for any little bit of like dragon con (laughs) happiness, you know? Um, And that was really fun. Like, I'm sure we'll talk more about it later, but I wasn't, I mean, I was sad, but I didn't, I didn't just like, cry until the um like duck dodgers parody oh Oh my god i just like lost it thankfully i didn't like drunk girl cry in the corner but it was a close thing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was a good time um you know if we were really really lucky to be able to um get together like that in a safe way and just get a little bit of uh comfort and dragon con flavor so it was about as good as anyone could have expected mm. yeah very nice very nice and i'm glad you were able to um you know partake in some of the programming as well uh i i have to give them credit for you know i have to give it like yeah i want to give everybody at dragon con credit uh, everybody who had anything to do with dragon con um because to put off what to pull off what they did uh, that weekend time yeah. literally is so yeah. incredible um they, you know because like we always say dragon con usually to, you know to set for them to set up the live con that's usually you know weeks and months before they did this all in 40 less than 45 days to get their act yeah, together when they made the first announcement right and and to pull off 650 hours of programming um, oh, with God, just yeah. with just volunteers mm-hmm. <laughs> that's unheard of that's incredible uh um it shows you how strong the dragon con community is as far as uh wanting to pull this put off something pull off something together and do it successfully like do it with um that's the one thing about the masquerade about some of the con- contests i saw the parade um very it was really cool seeing how different fans were or people who participated were submitting their videos and some of them were so creative so creative that um uh, it was just a it's a wonder to behold actually uh darren what about you what uh how did you spend dragon con weekend i spent dragon con weekend um in my (laughs) in my condo watching dragon con tv for the most part 
Um, it was pretty cool. Um, I did take breaks from it because a lot of it looked like Zoom meetings, you know, what we're doing now. And that reminds me a lot of work. So I'm like, okay, I can't do this for the entire weekend. Sure. But, you know, given the tools that we had, they did the best possible job I think they could have done with the time um, that they had. And I commend them all. I don't think Dragon Con TV over the years has gotten as much credit as they deserve. They are really, <laughs> they're really amazing as a group. And um, the folks in charge of that need to be applauded and lifted up in the Dragon Con world because they make a lot of funny stuff that made me laugh while we're sitting at home going, why can't I hear the lobby of the Hyatt right now, which I can always hear. So I turned on a white noise on my other computer just so I could hear a shh. <laughs> you know, in the background. Um, that being you could have had said, the... yeah. Well, I did that later. You know, for the okay. dances and the raves. But <laughs> okay. I have to admit, I didn't stay up alone in my place at three a.m. to dance solo. I felt like my neighbors might have had something to say about that to the police, so I I didn't do that. However, I've got to say there is one thing that really made this weekend for me, and it had something to do with Dragon Con, but then it wasn't having to do with Dragon Con. There's a Facebook group called a group where we all pretend we're actually at Dragon Con 2020. That group's amazing. That that, was the one thing that brought us a little bit of joy. (laughs) Exactly. That brought me so much happiness because it made me realize it's great to go to panels. It's great to do cosplay. It's great to do all that. But really what I was missing was hanging out with fellow geeks. And just having random conversations in line waiting for my falafel or getting some bad Chinese food or at the CVS looking at the person in front of me with hot glue sticks and condoms and wondering what they're up to, you know, all, all that type of stuff is, is the and really fun part. they're not a cosplayer, right? And they're not a cosplayer. You're like, mm, that's interesting. Um, that, that's the kind of – I want to go to their room and find out what that's all about. Um, but uh, – but that was really – that group was amazing and still is. That con is still going on. That Facebook group is still active, and it is freaking amazing that we uh, we were able to generate so much love for the con based upon just fans missing being together. So Dragon Con did the best they, they could. N- props to them. No criticism whatsoever. It was great. But, again, <laughs> the fans make the con. Yeah, they just do at this con, especially you can go to all the other cons. It's either industry, you know, remember wizard cons where you're there from 9am to 5pm and you get five minutes to get in line for an autograph. That's not this con. This con is about the fans and it's important to hang out with fans, even if it's online. And it was pretty amazing. And I drank pie and I watched bad sci-fi and I played Avengers on my PS4. I did everything geeky I could think of doing to make me feel like I was at a con. And there you go. How was the Avengers game? I'm curious about that one. The Avengers game should be a whole other discussion. You should actually have an episode about that because I have I have words okay. about the Avengers game. Both okay. good and, and critical. I won't say bad because... Uh, I think they've got a lot of room for improvement, but that makes sense. Yep. So, I, okay, cool. I, uh, in addition to being impressed by, you know, the people submitting content to Dragon Con that aired on Dragon Con TV and whatnot, I'm also was really impressed by all of the fans that were trying to recreate the experience at home. Uh, I, I heard several, like, you know, you'd hear people say that, 
you know, they've, they've taken their house and they've named every room after a hotel. The kitchen <laughs> is the food court. You know, they had blaring music playing in like the office, what they named the Hilton, you know, like, like they would, they would, they tried to recreate the experience. And, 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 uh, and uh, another friend of mine, uh, Van Allen Plexico would, would have uh, streaming sessions. He would say, Hey, I'm in the food court. Uh, I'm going to be here for an hour, a meeting. So if anybody wants to join me in the food court uh, and and chat and and pal around, mm-hmm. uh, just you know let me know and I'll put you into the Zoom call. And it, it was live, so that Aww. everybody could watch and participate. And uh, I did that a few times, and uh, that's probably the most time fans. That's yeah, that is collectively the most time that. Uh, time period that Van and I've ever spent at Dunkin', uh, <laughs> because we usually only see each other for like five minutes going from one hotel to another or something mm-hmm. but so we were actually able to I was actually able to spend time with some people that I usually don't get to spend time with so well, I know our friend uh, Kevin actually put in his hallways at the house those little crawl crawl tubes that you could crawl through <laughs> as a kid and was calling them the ha- habit trail the habit trails and he said, just to make it even more fun, he had Felicity go from one end and he went the other way just so they try have to try to get through with each other. So here's how you get that hotel experience at home. I figured it out. So you get really tired because it's time for bed. You go to your bedroom door. You close your bedroom door. You wait 10 minutes. Then you say the word ding to yourself. You open your bedroom door and imagine the bedroom is full of people and close the bedroom door again. Then you repeat, and then you repeat, and then you repeat until you get so tired. You're like, oh, I can squeeze into the bedroom now. Okay. And then you go on to bed and die. That's how you get that hotel experience again. <laughs> uh, Jen, what about you? How did you spend Dragon Con weekend? Um, so we had uh, members of our, our bubble over. That sounds and amazing. And I like put up a banner that said um you know dragon con and praise chad Aww. and mb18 awesome. and uh uh i made uh big batches of mai tais and rum buckets that were um way too strong uh i found a company that sold rum buckets so i ordered us a bunch of rum buckets and then i printed out some dc uh logo stickers and put those on the buckets. And then I recreated um, badges for everybody by printing out the Dragon Congo's virtual logo and turning those into badges and put everybody's names on them. And uh, I printed out the, uh, the con schedule and put it in a binder to kind of like recreate the program. And then we had... Um, main events showing on our TV in the backyard and we had the fan tracks channel showing in the living room. Wow. Oh, and then we, and we, and we did um, a Polynesian potluck mm. to kind of recreate Trader Vic's. So. Um, but yeah, like we watched a lot of panels and um, oh, I cried like a baby during the Star Trek discovery panel. Um, and, uh, we even did, uh, Hilton karaoke because the guys from Shonuff Entertainment set up a private Facebook room, uh, Saturday night 
And so everyone in the group, we just took turns live streaming us doing karaoke with t- our TVs and stuff. And oh, most of awesome. the regulars that you would that you would see every year at Hilton Karaoke <laughs> were there in the group. Like the guy who does um, uh, the Rainbow Connection for the Muppets, and he does all the Muppet voices. Who he's kind of become like, like it's not Dragon Con karaoke, mm-hmm. and you see that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was there and and did his usual songs and. <laughs> So it was like everyone who was who was watching videos when they weren't recording were just freaking out in the comments, you know, like, oh my God, now it's Dragon Con. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's you. I see you sing every year. And and then I, I spent four days in the Discord and became like watched new cults sprout up and become a thing in real time. <laughs> and I was like, it was so amazing. Like watching Advanced Dungeons and Dragons on Friday night. And then just seeing it explode and everyone glom on to Cardboardius and Chad mm-hmm. and uh, the eggs. Uh, well, the eggs was, was the last like, thing. Sunday or Monday. Yeah. It was yeah the last one. I mean, but yeah, but being in the discord and all see a sudden, like seeing the comments explode and, and, mm-hmm. and all these different fandoms just happen. And then watching like crispy and all them who were live catching us freaking out in the discord and being them being able to respond to it immediately. Uh, it was just a really cool thing to see. You know, something else uh, I did was I randomly would pay, play the first like 16 bars of careless whisper. <laughs> <laughs> and then just turn it off. God, I always ran the opposite direction when I started hearing that at the con. And we would watch a bunch of uh we watched beat like beat down boogie and Micah Legend of Micah's con videos oh, yeah. throughout those the were good. Oh know. yeah, man. Some of those are like, like... The, like the new one that le, le, that Micah dropped that made it seem like he was it, you know, that it was twenty twenty, but it was just footage from last year he hadn't used yet. That was really uh, ingenious. That was that rocked. Yes. I, I needed that in my world. Yeah, so those, I always look forward to those guys and their and their video compilations after the con. Yeah, they're yeah. so well. I mean, so well photographed, and uh, and yeah, those, yeah, those those were watching those made me a little 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 emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that 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 one video they kept playing on DC TV throughout the weekend. The uh, "Take Me Home Dragon Con," "Take Me Home to Dragon mm-hmm. Con." That's the parody of "Take Me right. Home Country Roads." Yeah. I sp- I'm in it. <laughs> You're watching it, and then I see me and my friends pop up, and I just like jumped up and started screaming, and we're like, "Oh my god, guys, we're in this video!" <laughs> so, that was a, a cool little moment. Wow, it sounds like you had quite the success. Now, tell us a little. I, okay, so old man me could not figure out Discord. So uh, I, 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 I tried. I tried. I logged in a few times and. I just couldn't get the the rhythm of it or whatever. So, um, but I understand it was uh, a hit, really. I mean, in my opinion, it was like I've been on Discord for a few years. I have never used it for more than fifteen minutes at a time because I just didn't really get into it. Um, but for Con, once I found like the. I guess you'd say the room Mm -hmm. that had the people I, I guess, bonded with, which oddly enough during the weekend was called the international house of Chad, (laughs) uh, which started after we all were, you know, 
freaking out in main events, the main event thread. And so I ended up, I would bounce between main events and, and the Chad group. Um, and everyone was making each other laugh and sharing memes or keeping every, each other abreast on what the schedule was, or if there were scheduled changes, which there was quite a few. And then, you know, uh, discussing where there was a conspiracy theory about a particular person's panels that kept getting pulled. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's just, I, it gave me, it really gave me the feeling of being at mm-hmm. con a bit because there was, the, you know, the live reactions of people and some messages would just keep flying. Uh, um, and you had, you know, not only con goers, but you also had a lot of the con staff that were in there chatting with us too, like Crispy and Brian and uh, people that we don't even usually see on DCTV because they're in, you know, they're in the, they work in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> and they're exhausted when they're was, not in the background. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. And, and there's a lot of people who still, at least in the, they took some of the, the channels down but they're leaving the discord up all year round and the Chad group is still there. Although I think it's now like the unified church of dragon con or something like that to cover all of our cults now, <laughs> but um, the carpet must live. Yeah. So, but that, that little room is like, there's, there's about 20 of us that chat in there at least to check in with each other every day. Um, and it's, it's a lot more enjoyable than Facebook groups, let me tell you. Because <laughs> there's not people, you know, there's nobody arguing politics. There's not somebody who's trying to troll or get banned on purpose. Uh, That's a true nobody's plus. trying to, yeah, nobody's trying to test Chuck and see if he's got to use the hammer. So. Uh, <laughs> People wow. need more to do. They need to cosplay. <laughs> They'll have plenty to yeah. do. So, you know, I don't have time to troll. That's that's a waste of time. Although, you know, one of the things I did, you know, I missed the dealer's room. And so I, I went and did some shopping online. Um, and so I bought some shiny math rocks because that's kind of my tradition is going by Chessex and weeding my way through that pile of people to get more math rocks. Like I really need more math rocks because I've got a big, huge candy jar full of math rocks so that kind of made me feel like i was out of common i got the shipment on i i tied him to, to get it on saturday i was like yeah i went to the dealer's room <laughs> um oh yeah I, I spent i spent way too much money on the online vendor hall yeah. too. like i thought i, I was I gonna not I don't spend as much i spent over 400 Ooh. wow Okay, that's, that's uh, it was, a bravo. It's it was pretty much like a normal. I usually spend six hundred in person, so yeah, I got pretty close. I uh, I yeah, I gotta. I'm impressed. You know, we talk about the content and everything like that, but the uh, the virtual marketplace that they put together through Event Any uh, was amazing. Um, the fact that they wanted to create that experience, the fact that they wanted to reach out to those vendors and those artists that if they don't depend on it, man, it is a really big boost financially for a lot of folks. And without Dragon Con, um, you know, they don't have that. Ex- they don't have that shot. And so I signed up for an artist alley table 
uh, virtual artist alley table, of course. Um, and uh, I had my table there and I will say um, right from the beginning, um, it was amazing. Now they, they opened up the dealers, the virtual dealers room, like early. So that was great. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, night. It was open Wednesday, oh, wow. which they never do. They usually only open it like Friday, you know, or earliest Friday morning uh, in person physically. So, so we had a few more days. Um, I know from personal experience, cause I was still setting up my store on Wednesday night that, um, they had so many people uh, log in and and want to buy stuff on Wednesday that it, yeah, crashed, it crashed their servers. <laughs> <laughs> I, was one, I, was, I was one of the people trying to shop. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get my table still together uh, to get my inventory and, and all inputted there. And all of a sudden it just crashed. And I thought something I did something wrong. And so I emailed them and they're like, nope, we just uh, had an outage because we didn't expect that many people. Um, they had, when Dragon, when the folks at DragonCon asked Event Any if they could, you know, if this was something that they would want to be part of, um, they were like, we never, you know, the DragonCon folks were like, we've never done anything like this before. We don't really know what to expect and how busy it's going to be. You know, can you give us some numbers based on other conventions that you guys have done? And they're like, sure. And they gave them some numbers uh, for the weekend that they may, they may be, might be able to expect, uh, by Thursday afternoon, uh, the dragon con store itself broke all of those numbers, uh, just within before 24 hours was up. Oh, sweet. There was that many people that wanted, uh, wanted to shop dragon con and wanted to support the vendors. I had, I had a tremendous number of sales. In fact, I sold more books, uh, more actual books this year than I did last year at Dragon Con. Um, I sold some other merchandise a lot more in person at Dragon Con last year, but as far as just my books, my comics, and Tiki Zombie, they sold uh, more than uh, I did last year, which I, because more people from around the country could shop. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just limited to people who had to wait four hours to get into <laughs> to, to, the dealer's the, room, the dealer right? Room, well, right? exactly. Was, and that's what's so cool about it is that you got so many more people exposed to Dragon Con than ever before. And, you know, <laughs> can you almost imagine the numbers they're going to do if we're able to get there next year? I, I you know, think this is the so double edged sword of this con going virtual. Yeah. Yep. They can't, it's going to, it's like opening Pandora's box basically. Cause yeah. you know, one of the things that with dragon con, you know, they did panels, right. They did it perfectly. I watched a lot of the San Diego comic con ones and they were bored. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were, bored. Yeah, they, were. they were dull compared to the stuff at dragon con. They dragon con was fun. And you know, I'm not just saying that because I'm on a Dragon Con podcast, but it's just, it's just, it was. It's not what it you was, said on the San Diego podcast, Mike. No, just kidding. Shush. <laughs> Mike, shush. Yeah. All right. You know, if it was crap, I would have said it was crap and it wasn't crap. No, Dragon so, Con was, it was know. great. Yeah. And, I, you know, I had a blast, you know, doing it. I did 16 panels this year at Dragon Con. Wow. And nine of them were pre-recorded, which made it so much easier. But I still did seven live panels during the weekend. And it was awesome. And I got to actually enjoy 
relaxation on Labor Day weekend for once, not having to be rushing to hotel to hotel to hotel and, you know, having my poor liver yell at me half the weekend. So it's, you know, it was, it was nice. It was actually a plus and Dragon Con, you know, watching direct, being able to sit in my bed and watch Dragon Con TV and watch the parade because the parade was awesome kudos to the folks who ended up doing the parade and everything everyone who took the time to submit the videos and there were some amazingly clever ones in there it was it was just really well done and we saw saw a lot of familiar faces there too oh god yeah well we saw lots of familiar faces in the panels we saw familiar faces on dragon con tv we saw familiar faces all throughout and that it felt like being home which I was, but it felt like being <laughs> home. So, but it it was awesome, and yeah. you know, and it was great being able to have it on my Roku. It was just, uh-huh. it was just awesome. So, uh, so yeah, I I was on uh, I think a total of seven panels, and only one of those was only seven. Not, yeah, I know, uh, but that's more for me usually. No walking um, required. So, no, points you for know that. what? You know what? This Dragon Con, my feet were so happy. <laughs> I don't I, my feet have never been more happy at a Dragon Con than this year, you know. Uh uh yeah, this is whew, wow. It was uh I you know, I could sit back a little bit. And physically that was great. Of course, you know, that was a bonus, you know. You didn't have to tax yourself physically. But, you know, um uh but I still with the panels that I did, uh I did one of them live which was great. Um, and, uh, I had some great experiences on the panels. The, uh, the Tiki pop panel, uh, was a great experience. I know a lot of people tuned in for that. And, uh, I tried to, that's the first time I got to see it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm appreciate it. <laughs> I, uh, well, what I did was whenever it was possible, not at 5.00 AM in the morning, but whenever it was possible, I tried to tune in to my panels, uh, not just because I like to see myself on TV, but because I uh, I just wanted to see, because on the TV, you could tell, like, they would give you the numbers of how many people were watching. So um, I wanted to see, like, how the, what the response was. Plus, if there was anybody making any comments, I wanted to be there and sort of respond to the comments as they were happening as well. So um, to make it feel as much as it could be doing an actual panel with people watching. Uh, because even the ones that were pre-recorded, they were fun to talk about, talk to these people but there was no, you know, there's no response from anybody. So, um, so I wanted to see if I could experience that. And with the Tiki panel, probably more than any of the other panels that I did. Um, and I watched that weekend, I got that more response. There was a lot of people like kind of having fun and talking in that, during that panel, uh, uh doing comments and stuff. So that was, that was great. Um, I appreciated that a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, I also got to experience, a panel that uh, I was very honored to be asked to moderate the uh, Danny O'Neill remembers panel with uh, some people that I had really difficult time, not geeking out completely talking to. <laughs> I think you did a, uh, a good job, Mike. I was oh, watching well, that you. panel. Yeah. Thank you I so did, much. I watched it also. I was very impressed, Mikey. Um, you know, uh, uh, Howard Chaikin, I didn't realize we'd have to bleep him so much. Uh, <laughs> have you read his comics? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I know. know. Seriously. I just, just look at an we, issue of American flag. Come on. <laughs> when we were recording it, I just, I guess I don't hear 
curse words, I guess, because I just didn't realize how much he had done it until I was watching the panel and every other minute it's like beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, wow. Um, I'm like, I think we told him beforehand not to, you know, that this was going to go out to be, but it's Howard Chaykin. He doesn't care. Um, but Brian, uh, Brian Augustine was part of that panel too. Andrew Gaska, of course, uh, Paul Levitz. Um, and uh, great stories talking about a great man. One of my personal heroes and uh that was that was an honor so i was glad to be part of that and uh so those experiences alone at dragon con you know made it memorable to me uh it's an event that i will never probably forget i mean even though my memory seems to be going as i get older so um but I, 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 so I appreciated the panels. I watched the parade. I watched the masquerade. Um, I, I watched some past panels. It looked, it seemed like on the first day there might have been some technical glitches with some of the with DCTV. Um, there was some scheduling that seemed to be off, and I saw some people complaining that they couldn't watch some fan panels or something um, uh, on the first day, or some of them. I don't know. I saw something about, yeah, that, that there was a, I don't know, that there was some Spanish channel or something, or I don't know what was going on then. But, um, but I think overall, technically speaking, I didn't, I saw very little, little bumps or technical issues. Um, anybody else experience anything like that? We had a little bit no. at the beginning I of the parade, but I think, or uh, the masquerade, but I think, it's so hard to tell if it's on your end or on theirs, you know? Yeah, yeah. true. So right. I, I, it wasn't anything that, like, was upsetting or particularly frustrating. It's just kind of part of getting it to work. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually surprised Atlanta's, you know, internet held out for this whole... <laughs> right? Episode, really. <laughs> I mean... I, uh... Well, and to be fair, I don't think, like, the same as they didn't expect that many people to shop in the online market, I don't think they expected that many people trying to stream stuff at once either. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure that, you know, played a part. I know the vi- I, they had a Vimeo channel, and I ended up skipping the Vimeo channel because... It, it was having a lot of issues so i ended up using just using the silk browser on the fire stick and that mm-hmm. worked perfectly but the vimeo would constantly uh freeze up or you'd have to reopen it um and i know that if you were watching what was it if you were watching directly from the web stream whether you were on the fire stick or, or uh on, yeah on the fire stick or on your phone you were getting you were 30 minutes of head of everyone on Roku oh, wow. and, and other viewing things. So like, yeah, people would start reacting to something online and then you'd have some people be like, what are you talking about? I haven't seen that yet. And then Spoilers. it would catch up. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. It, wow. it makes you kind of hope that they'll do some online content next year as well. I know they're considering it. I know they're considering you know, yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, for well, people who can't make it to the con, it may be too expensive next year because of what's going on in the country and people's economic situations. Many people may not be able to afford a plane ticket or hotel and all that jazz. Um, I don't think it would impact the hard, the diehard, you know, core fan base who want to be there anyway. I, right. I think there's a good argument to be made that they'll do more online content and maybe even do online vendors as well next year. If it was that lucrative to the vendors, why not? As long yeah. as they've got a table in the room at the, at the actual physical con, I could see that going on. 
Yeah, it's just a bonus. And I know it was certainly helpful to the poppin' artist, Allie, because we only get to make it in that room once. I know, right? One time during the whole If you're lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, unless, and the yeah. Dragon Con the store, has its way. Uh. From what I understand, the Dragon Con <laughs> store had so much trouble. I mean, they had troubles keeping stuff in stock. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were talking about having to reorder stuff constantly throughout the weekend. So yeah, that's why I bought I bought most of the stuff I wanted from the DC store proper. What was it? Three weeks before Con weekend, mm-hmm. they put the shop up. Yeah, so I bought stuff then, just so I could. I was not missing my sleeping dragon. Aww. That, Aww. that thing was adorable. <laughs> it Didn't is we cute. get their 2020 badge yet? I got no, no, because I, th- I got I mine. They, they did they were volunteers mail it out. First. Okay. Oh yeah. So it's in. Volunteers. I heard it was sometime in October, and I figured we were close enough to round up. So. Gee, I'm I guess. Curious. Yeah, I got mine this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard the rollover people was like the first or second week of October yeah, with that's cool begin mailing but nice for an update yeah yeah uh, yeah I've seen the I've saw the badge it looks nice uh, I think it's uh, artwork by David Mack I believe um, oh it's beautiful artwork yeah I've seen it online and uh and yeah my understanding is that the membership uh, packs or of stuff have not gone out yet so I wonder if there'll be shiny math rocks in them <laughs> yeah i i want to know what's a bonus item i know is. right um i'm dying to know. it's a lock of mary's hair I actually do know <laughs> so what it I, is but i can't tell you oh i want to be she loves doing this to me yeah she, just, she, she would just have to look at the camera and go spoilers Pretty much, Even yeah. if she didn't know, she just likes to say these things to me. Oh, of course she does. She knows how to get under your skin, dude. Totally. She's known me too long. I must feed her more pie. Oh, no. So, <laughs> uh, I will say, um, you know, I think the two things that I right away over the weekend noticed that probably could have been improved was uh trying to put the fan track schedule out in a format that people could easily access and understand uh would have been i mean the program had a link that went to an excel google dot or yeah google doc which had all sorts of weird um you know because each one was done by the track so there was all different formats and it was very confusing to people to find out like where try to find where some of those panels were going to be i think and I, I know somebody on reddit went and created an additional google doc and they rated all the different schedules and combined them but <laughs> like if you didn't know to look there yeah yeah you i didn't know the look there wouldn't. i mean i didn't have too much trouble um but uh, i know that uh, that's the one thing i saw from a lot of people um you know i would post over over facebook and whatnot i would post like here's the panels that i'm going to be on and uh you know people would say like how can i see that and i'd be like you know i'd have to tell them um and then and then afterwards when i when i was talking about some of the panels that i was on they were like how uh, you know i didn't i missed that i didn't know what it was going to be or what it was how am i going to watch that you know um i think all the tracks could you know could do with a youtube channel um to make things a little bit easier you know just so that all that content would be available in one place like youtube um but you know 
I mean, that these are nitpicks, really, um, because, uh, you know, from from putting on and that's part of the fun, too, also, you know, because if I was at Dragon Con, there'd be people wandering around, you know, trying to figure out what track is in which hotel. So to me, it was almost like the same experience. People were like, where can I find this panel? Is it on Facebook? Is it on YouTube? Is it, you know, where is it? Twitch, so. is it, you know. Well, exactly. And that's the cool thing. Now you can just, for most of them, you can just go to YouTube and type in the track and you'd be able to see most of the panels that weren't on DragonCon TV. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, Absolutely um you can yeah and if you put in if you go to youtube and well i mean not all the tracks to have youtube channels so i do know that if you do want to watch any of the uh comic and pop art track uh track programming they were only available on their facebook group so they're still there so if you mm-hmm. want to watch my uh denny o'neill panel that i moderated uh wait the comics track did have something on youtube they don't have a youtube channel so. I was watching something from the comic <laughs> track. Yeah. It was all the mead that you drank. Yeah, yeah. They, well, there are a couple, some of their wow. some of their programming they were able to um, uh, put on DCTV, and I think Dragon Con had some programming on YouTube. Uh, I'm now going through my history because I'm I'm pretty sure it said Dragon Con comic track. Because I know that. Uh, I know that um, he's going to go prove us wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, know, I know that. I know. Good job for the I, new co-host. I, <laughs> uh, I know that the panels I did are only available on on Facebook. They're not available on YouTube. So, um, uh, but um, I do intend to make the Tiki panel available on my t- on my YouTube channel. So that'll be that'll happen sometime next month. So. Um, and I think a lot of folks are are uh, having their Dragon Con panels uh, that they're releasing a little bit later if they've got permission to do so. So, um, so yeah, the the con will go on. Um, so I think, yeah, I think as far you know, Dragon Con calls itself the largest multimedia popular cultural convention, and this year it really was multimedia. I mean, <laughs> more so than any other year, I think. Um, and uh, I know that, you know, ta- going into 2021, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions, obviously, the main one being, you know, will it happen again? And that's something that nobody can answer right now. I know they intend to have it next year. So they've already got the date set. Um, most of the hotels, most of the host hotels where you were able to roll your uh, reservations over. Uh, I know that I still have a hotel room for 2021. Uh, but the other, I think the host hotels also went uh, up uh, for their DragonCon rooms for next year as well. Is is that correct? Did most of those went? Some some of them did, and then like some new hotels opened and forgot what weekend it was. Yep. And ex and accidentally put their rooms up for a hundred and fifty one dollars a night. Oh, they did not know what um, they did. And so a few of us were able to secure those rooms with no deposit. Whoa. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're staying by the, it's the first time I'm not in a host, but we're, we're staying across the street from the aquarium. Oh, nice. And we're getting like full breakfast and free Wi-Fi. Oh, and sweet. It, uh, it's got, it's a suite. Ooh. And for five nights, it's only $904. Wow. Damn. <laughs> 
Damn, girl. That's awesome. That, that, that just became okay. a host hotel by the fact that everyone is in there for Dragon Con. My, my, one of my friends, so me and one and two other groups, two other members of our group. So we got three rooms total there. And then another friend waited two days. And by then they had gone up to 393 a night. Yeah, was, uh, wow. so she, she, call, she called and asked them and they're like, yeah, somebody at the Atlanta office made a mistake. <laughs> but we are we have to honor the reservations we already confirmed. So I was like, that's me. I'm surprised they'll honor it. Yeah. Like they do, those hotels do everything they can. I'm surprised do. they don't. <laughs> I, yes. I would be prepared for the, you to get an email to say, yeah, we're canceling your reservation, dot, dot, dot. I, I've checked every I know. week in my, I know. my account. It's still there. Keep checking. Yeah. Uh, I'm a victim <laughs> with the lady. of an email from the, it rhymes with Myatt. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> well, but they, they, they told the friend on the phone that they're honoring all those, uh, uh bravo to because them. it wasn't, they didn't get like, none of us posted, Hey, this happened. So it's not like they got bum rushed. We just happened to stumble mm-hmm. upon, we were just looking for reservations and saw it. So, um, but yeah, she told the person on the phone they were going to honor them. So that's awesome. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. We, we will have to make a sacrifice to the con gods for you. I well, it's do interesting. Know. I mean, I'm, I'm, well, it is interesting. I'm not because... saying what hotel it no, was. No, don't, don't. <laughs> well, you know, because like I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton, and you know that's a semi-unofficial hotel for the con because that's where a lot of the guests stay. And it's interesting because they had us cancel our reservations back in July, and so we had to cancel and everything. So. We were told, oh, call the first week of October. That's when their rooms will be going on sale. Nobody on Facebook had mentioned anything about the Ritz. No one had been, even Zan over in the hotel group didn't know anything about it, you know, didn't respond, nothing. And so yesterday I decided to just call over to the Ritz-Carlton and talk to the people over at, you know, group reservations. And she said, oh, the rooms are all sold out already for Dragon Con. Or for that weekend. I said, what? <laughs> I said, we were told not to call till the first weekend, the first week of October, which is next week. And they, she said, let me check something. She put in the password DragonCon, you know, for the code. All the rooms opened up. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was able to get a room there for $300 a night for two, two queens. And for the full, from Thursday till Monday, but I didn't have to put a deposit down nice or anything because she, and the woman I was talking to there was like, she was like, we're usually bombarded with dragon con calls right now at this time of the year. We haven't gotten any, which is really weird and everything. So, and well, I mean, everything's like still in flux with our situation, isn't it? I mean, we still oh, yeah. wait on a, on a vaccine to come out and that's not, been announced or anything i know people are close they say but it's got to go through safety trials and then you've got to distribute the vaccine and people have to actually take it so we've got a long road to go before any big events happen still yeah that's true i was joking with my friends remember those holiday specials you used to watch as a kid where the holiday got canceled yeah those are documentaries now Mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) and at least they're giving us to august 3rd to cancel without any penalty you know, mm-hmm. next year. So that's it'll nice. be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do note that the Weston uh, went up 
certain a block of rooms uh, went uh, for 2021 uh, went up. They had they only had a limited number because most of the 2020 reservations were rolled over. So they didn't have a lot, but uh, they went up on the ninth and sold out pretty quickly. Um, so um, I don't I haven't heard. I don't think any of the other hotels have gone up yet. I could be wrong about that. Uh- so technically the Hilton did, but not at con rate. So what the Hilton announced on their Facebook page was um, our block is sold out. We will not be opening up more con rate rooms, but we are opening up rooms available for those dates. They're $444 a night. What? And they sold out in 20 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> so... I mean, um, I'm surprised they don't charge more. Like they, they would get it. I, well, I mean, yeah, because mm. that's a they, the 440 ish is about what their regular rate is during Con Week and every year, and every year those rooms sell out. So, yeah, it. I, I think the one time I or the two years I stayed at the Hilton, which were my my first two years at Con, I think we were paying two nineteen a night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just meanwhile, I, I can sometimes yeah. find um, any other weekend. I can find a night at the Hilton or any of those hotels for around the one hundred and fifty mark. Easy. Yeah, that oh, sounds yeah. about right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is what they're actually yeah. worth. Let's be honest. Because I'm still on a yeah. warpath about not having two ply toilet paper in those rooms for how much we pay. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> you, bro, I'm with you. I know you I are. You. We'll and die back. on that hill together, Mary Lou. <laughs> and, ba- and hell, we I sure want bathrobes. What do you mean? Oh, we lost the bathrooms back in the 90s, too. Please. <laughs> Those left in a heartbeat. And the real pillows. Well, well oh, I, think God, the, yes. I think if you actually went to one of the host hotels during Dragon Con weekend 2020, I think they were pretty cheap. Because what I understand is that uh, a lot of unless you unless you didn't cancel your reservation and kept it. Right. If you kept, yeah, if yeah. you kept your reservation, yeah, it was more expensive if you, if you just showed up. Uh, or if you kept it, than if you just showed up. Um, I know that some people did show up. Um, some people, for some reason, couldn't cancel their reservations, so they made do. Uh, other people tried to get it in the hotels, but I think I heard they were blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, my yeah, the the sky, skywalks were blocked. Yeah. My understanding is the skywalks were the uh, sky bridges. The mall blocked. was closed. There was the, no food um, for it. I think yep. the the uh, the Marriott the Pulse Bar area was locked out. You couldn't you couldn't access that. Uh, I saw like yellow tape all around the escalators. Well, uh, social distancing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I you know we we speculated that a lot of people might try to go down there and go make it a thing anyway. But it sounds like not a lot of people did that. And if they did, they were they were not. Uh, um, successful in any way. It's hard to have a con by yourself. <laughs> well, you yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, online is great because you're with everyone, but you know, if everyone's not going to be there, it's just a hotel. <laughs> Honestly. But, um, you know, as far as uh, Dragon Con 2021 goes, um, you know, I do think that I think Dragon Con goes virtual. They did learn a lot of things about um, how to do stuff online. And I would, I would not be surprised if they have online programming from here on out um, in some form. In fact, 
I would not be at all surprised if I were them. I would, you know, I would up that DCTV rate and include all that programming for people. Um, and you can experience Dragon Con virtually for, I don't know what the price would point on that would be, but at least three or four times the amount that they're paying, people are paying for it mm-hmm. now. Like if you have a badge, you get a discounted rate, but if you don't have a badge number or whatever, yeah, then, yeah. If you, ha- if you're a member, yeah. you can get it for like, you know, 10, 20 bucks or whatever, bucks or but, whatever, if, but yeah. if you want to just like experience it that weekend, you can get a pass for, mm-hmm. I don't know. And it includes like all that program or if you don't have a membership, right. You can just sign up for DC TV and maybe for, I don't know, let's say like 40, 50 bucks. You can get, you can see, you know, four days worth of 24 hour programming. Um, I mean, that's not too shabby for some people. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people who go to Dragon Con, like we've experienced, we've talked about before, it's more of a gathering. It's more of, you know, but I mean, the content is, is what it is. And I know that Dragon Con is trying to get a lot more serious about protecting that content as well. So that's what, it's very cool though. I just yeah. think, I just think it, it flowed very well with everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot smoother than if you were actually at the hotels. (laughs) (laughs) Probably true. Uh, You didn't have to wait outside to start your TV program. So I I will say that uh, (laughs) something happened to me that's never happened at Dragon Con before, uh, which is that I was able to be at two places at the same time. Uh, I was able to be chatting with someone in the food court as well as um, actually uh, be on a panel at the same time. Um, So... That was uh, that was a unique experience. We uh, always try to do one new thing at Dragon Con that we've never done before. Like a couple of years ago, we found the con suite because we had never been there, and um, mm-hmm. so just some just some part of the con we've never done before. So this year we were like, "Gosh, well, what counts?" So uh, we played disc golf. That's our. That's our one new thing for Dragon Con. We went outside. It's not very Dragon Con-y. But, uh, <laughs> we tried. Wow, you we went tried. outside that weekend? Wow. <laughs> In costume no, or not? No, no, we didn't wear costumes. But um, a friend did make us badges for the trip so we could wear them and pretend <laughs> that we, we were at Con because we didn't have our badges yet, obviously. Did you put signs up in the cabin like the kitchen is the con suite? Oh, we totally should have, but but we didn't do that. But we did make uh, a shrine, so everybody brought their uh, like squares of carpet that they'd purchased, and we put like mm-hmm. every like old hotel keys, uh, you know, like anything we had memorabilia from con, we put on the carpet and made a little shrine. Wow! I thought, you, <laughs> I thought when you said you made a shrine, I thought you bought a cut out of the FedEx guy or something. <laughs> no, that would have been great. But that's Man, I tell you what, FedEx is losing out on some money. If they like marketed, uh, if they sold those, they would just they would fly off the show. That poor actor, whoever he is. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't know. Could you oh, imagine knows. being him and then one day just finding out that you're a, a minor con celebrity? He's he's in the group. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> he's in the cult of... Him and his wife are both in Cult of John. They've been in it since the first month it became a Facebook I can't group. imagine oh, what awesome. happened when he discovered that. I can't imagine that reaction. That'd be... So is, 
his wife found out first and joined the group <laughs> and then she slowly coaxed him into joining with the agreement that people would not harass him agreed, like you know agreed. send him a bunch of dms so he pops in every couple of months to say hey this is really weird but thanks <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he's not wrong really... <laughs> which this is what you say at dragon con you know <laughs> yeah he's he's really gracious about it and thinks it's wild and he gets the joke and so it's <laughs> He even popped in the, this year at the beginning of Virtual Con to, you know, lament about people not being able to be there and tell everybody they hope they still enjoyed their weekend. And so. Oh, that was very nice of him. Sounds like a wise deity that cult has chosen. Yeah. <laughs> he drops in to, to, to impart some wisdom to his followers mm-hmm. and then he like goes away. Um, that is funny. I, uh, I think that, uh, like I said, I think overall we can say it was a success. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, very much so. Thumbs up. Yeah, and uh, you know, fingers crossed for next year. So, um, anything else about uh, this past Dragon Con that uh, what you found that you want to share? <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, 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 if you- uh, uh, if you have Twitch, I highly suggest um, checking out Dad's Garage on Twitch. Uh, they stream every night, and um, the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons that was really popular Friday night of DC Weekend with Mark Meir and uh, Colin from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Colin's great. Uh, oh, Colin yes. is amazing. Uh, so Colin does do other events with Dad's Garage, and they do do a weekly version of Advanced D&D on dad's twitch channel if you happen to have become a cult member or a, um, a member of the church of chad <laughs> I was gonna say, during cult cult member. Weekend, yeah it's not a cult it's the church uh, the church of chad uh dad's has or has already put up well as of that weekend has already added chad merchandise um to their online store uh so uh and uh during the uh, a lot of the live streams, people get on the the DragonCon Discord and chat about uh, what they're watching at Dad's Garage. So ah. it's a little way to keep a part of Con going all year long. That is cool. And you said there's still a a, a pretty sizable um, community on Discord for DragonCon. Yes, there is. They and they they. I mean, there's not like a hundred channels like there was before during that weekend, but um, the. Uh, they still have, you know, the inner house, uh, the international house of chat is still up. Um, uh, the general chats up the meme channel, the cosplay channels, uh, main, main events, fan tracks, DC TV land. And there's still a few rooms for each hotel, um, and gaming as well. So. Absolutely. There's still still some people in there chatting every day. Very cool. And I do know that some of the tracks are going to try to be a lot more active throughout the year. Um, Joe and Gary, who run the American Sci-Fi Classics track, uh, they did a great lead-in to Dragon Con uh, where they did, I don't know how many weeks it was, like 10, 12 weeks of of what they called quarantine panels that they released every, uh, every Thursday. Uh, leading so they were panels leading up to dragon con and uh my understanding is that those panels uh live panels are going to continue they're going to keep doing panels throughout the year 
So, um, so check out their group page to find out more information about that. And I think other tracks are doing similar things because I think they found that there is a virtual community um, that, uh, that they can relate to and, and, you know, and, and speak to and interact with throughout the year, not just Dragon Con. It was as good as it could have been, I think, you know, realistically. So I think, yeah, I think Dragon Con has learned a lot about the virtual space and how to communicate with fans and of course, fans really appreciated what Dragon Con is um, because ultimately, I think it just showed how many people love this event and how much it means to all of us. Um, I'm I'm so glad that they able to, were able to do something and put something together, and I'm glad for everybody, like I said, who put something uh, part of this because um, I didn't want to go this year. This year, among all years, I didn't want to go without Dragon Con. Uh, and, and I, I felt like I didn't have to, I mean, it wasn't the same, but it was the best, I think that we could have gotten, um, under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And a lot of the things that they put on there that weekend were exactly what we needed. Yep. Oh God. It was so nice to get away from reality. And that's what Dragon Con usually is to everybody. And it was a great escape. It almost felt like. Ah, my Labor Day. It's safe. It's uh-huh. a nice little cocoon we could be in, and we don't have to worry about what the hell is going on in the world right now. You know that last panel where they were acknowledging all of the staff behind the scenes? Mm. That made me tear up. Mm. Yeah. And the eggs. Oh, well, the eggs The eggs were just funny. But, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I think those folks that – People don't realize how much hard work goes into putting on any type of show, and Dragon Con is a monster and a beast of a show, and those people deserve all the credit that they could get lauded upon them because their their biggest fails are better than a lot of people's successes out there. So when they succeed, it is bloody amazing, and this was a bloody amazing weekend. That's a good way to put it. Truthfully. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's where we'll leave it. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think we've said about all we can for 2020 Dragon Con report. Um, so, uh, it's been a weird year, certainly not one that we ever expected, but, um, I thank you guys for participating in the podcast and, uh, yeah, lots of love, a lot of appreciation, um, as we, as we close out our season and go into, uh, you know, take a little breather and uh, start up again in January and see what next year has to bring. Hopefully it'll be much, much better things. Um, so we draw a close to the final episode of the Dragon Con 2020 uh, Con Report. Um, oh. I know. I know. Much thanks to, like I said, to you guys. Uh, thanks, Jen, and welcome to the team. Thank you. It's a, I'm just tickled to death to be <laughs> a, a full-time part of the team now in the meantime where can people find you where can people you know uh interact that kind of thing because i know you've got a lot uh, going on yeah um um the blurred nerds podcast uh we have a facebook page do a show every two weeks um that's and and discord i'm i'm a little bit high priestess of chad on discord um <laughs> <laughs> so if you can find me there i've kind of like gotten rid of the rest of my social media to keep myself sane so um 
that yeah actually discord is the easiest place to get a hold of me now uh, my my podcast partner is the one who does our social media for that so gotcha. now um i know you also um are part of uh, the dragon con is it parties and meetups and more oh yeah i i'm the i started the group so dragon con parties meetups and more okay um um which uh, you know i shared um dj events and stuff that were happening during virtual con this year uh, or any special panels that popped up. Um, but when when we're back to our normal con, uh, it's pretty much as soon as tracks or people know when they're starting to throw stuff, that's when I start updating the calendars in there. So, Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you for that and, and everything you do. And again, like I said, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Mary, thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. I was glad to be here, although I didn't have as fun a story as I normally have to share. <laughs> Although I don't think any of us did. So right. uh, we'll just exactly. have to hold on for next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where can people, uh, where, what are you going to be doing in the, uh, in the break uh, before uh, we, we return? Oh man. I don't know. <laughs> Working from home, <laughs> hanging out with my cat, you know, um, you can find me on uh, Twitter or Instagram as uh, Mary Lou who blog. I'm not particularly active on social media, but that is a way to contact me. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate that. Darren, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, sir. I just hope everyone out there stays sane and healthy uh, this year. Remember, it's it not done with us. Be in that order either. Yeah, either or. You know, both at the same time is good, but we'll take what we can get, right? So, everybody be good this year, and we'll see you next year. Absolutely. And where can people find you outside um, of the report? Well, I'm on ESO for the LGBTQ content for sure and i also have a podcast called legion of substitute podcasters where we talk about all the legion of superheroes goodness so you can shoot me a message typically on facebook is the easiest way to get a hold of me awesome awesome and of course thank you director faber for which none of this would be possible hey i'm just the guy who hits record it's cool and i make snarky comments (laughs) i'm the snarky Uh, comment guy (laughs) And, uh, you know, where yeah, can come people come up for my you? job, man. Get your own. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I edit you out most of the time, so I could be the snarky. Oh, <laughs> oh that's harsh. <laughs> so, so next year, everyone, get ready for your, uh, for your shots for the guest list that did not happen this year. Exactly. <laughs> you got to take two every time next year. <laughs> exactly. Making up for this year. Oh man, that's gonna that's gonna oh man, I was gonna see something really dark there, but that's just, that's, 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 that's that's so dangerous. I don't even know if uh, yeah. Please we're don't. Have, we don't endorse that. Yeah, we're gonna have to put a a big like you know health warning on our podcast uh, for sure. Um, and what do you got going on, Mister Faber? Oh, trudging along weekly with the Earth Station One podcast, every other week with the Earth Station Who podcast, running a little something called the ESO Network. And we have a couple new projects coming about that, you know, can't really talk about yet. And it's oh, going to be. Who do you think helpful. you are, Mary Lou? <laughs> Maybe. Someone from my mysterious game, too. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's easy to do, though. So, you know, it's cool. No. But yeah, it's there's a lot of things coming up, and we got we're going we're expanding, and we got a couple of new podcasts joining the network. Uh, you'll probably be hearing about those on our other shows, 
mostly Earth Station One, if you want to check out or check out our Facebook group. We've got a great Facebook group with the ESO network. And, you know, our we're, numbers are growing left and right. So this is awesome. So welcome aboard to everyone new who's listening to the We Be Geeks Collective. Welcome to our old friends. And if you're just finding us, sadly, you're joining us for the last episode. <laughs> last episode of this year. We're coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we'll are coming be back, back next year. January. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, it's not, it's final for this year, but not forever. So, um, and uh, I will, of course, also be uh, available. I will also be available weekly on the Earth Station One podcast, as well as uh, every other week on the Earth Station Who podcast. On the Earth Station One podcast, we're very excited because we're going into October, which is our countdown to Halloween. We'll be having some special uh, spooky programming uh, topics, guests uh, lined up. But it's going to be a great time as usual. And one thing that we're doing that uh, that we usually work in conjunction with a convention called Monsterama, and uh, that's not being held physically this year, like much like DragonCon, it's going to be virtual. So um, Monsterama will be virtual. It's going to be October 9th through the 11th, and uh, Mike and I will be participating in, in some panels on that that weekend so check that out uh we'll be doing some some panels and there'll be a lot of uh familiar faces for those people who uh hang around dragon con so if you want to keep that experience going with uh with panels and community check out uh the virtual monsterama and they're working together with another convention called a local convention called spycon so it's virtual monsterama spycon october 9th through 11th so check that out so um, as far as we're concerned, we try to cover all we can with DragonCon, but to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, social media outlets as well. Uh, like I said, all the tracks are active on Facebook groups and various social media, so check them out, be active. Um, if you would like to leave feedback or comment on our show, please feel free to email us at our new email address, which is feedback at dragonconreport.com. Uh, we can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and now Amazon Music. So we're very excited about that. Again, we want you to be part of the discussion, so please feel free to join us. Uh, we also have a Tee Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. And, of course, we appreciate all the support that you give us to the ESO Network Patreon page. Thanks for listening all year long. As Mike said, please stay safe. Take care. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. And God willing, we'll see you next year at the con. I know, right? Me too. I hope so too. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO Network.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.